From the Praise Light Media Studios in Panorama City, California, this is Anchor LA. It's Wednesday, the 20th of September, 2017. A second major earthquake to strike Mexico in less than two weeks has caused catastrophic damage in the country's capital, Mexico City. The magnitude 7.1 trembler started at around 1.15 in the afternoon on Tuesday, cracking highways, collapsing buildings, and so far killing over 150 people and injuring numerous others. The quake was centered about 76 miles southeast of Mexico City. Mexican President Enrique Peña Nieto happened to be en route to Oaxaca where the previous quake had struck a little more than a week ago. However, the president immediately returned to Mexico City and urged residents to stay out of the streets to give access to first responders and to shut off gas lines before returning to their homes. The Mexico City airport has been closed as well after significant damage was reported there and footage from Mexico City showed major damage and complete collapse of numerous buildings, including high-rises. Fires and power outages were also widespread after the quake struck. Tuesday's earthquake falls on the 32nd anniversary of the 1985 Mexico quake that left roughly 10,000 people dead. In fact, many offices in Mexico City had just finished practicing earthquake preparedness drills when today's quake hit. Apple's new mobile operating system, iOS 11, is dropping support for some older apps as the technology moves to using faster processors. Alongside iPhone 8 and iPhone 10, Apple started rollout of iOS 11 on Tuesday. However, the new operating system is restricted to running apps written in 64-bit code, meaning many older apps written in 32-bit code will stop working for users after they update their systems. A good way to ensure as much compatibility as possible is to update all of your apps before upgrading. This should be done routinely regardless, but in this case if not done, some older apps that haven't been updated in a while may just simply stop working. According to Sky News, Apple has consistently warned about its intentions to get rid of 32-bit apps, and users have been presented with pop-ups telling them about the slowdown for quite some time. Back when Apple released iOS 9, it explained that 32-bit apps could cause iPhones and iPads to perform a little worse than usual. In 1997, a joint effort of the European Science Foundation and the American National Academy of Sciences came to reality when the Cassini spacecraft was launched aboard a Titan IVB Centaur launcher on October 15th of that year. The Cassini was destined to study the planet Saturn in depth, but before it got there, the voyage to Saturn included flybys of Venus in 1998 and 99, Earth also in 99, an asteroid, and the planet Jupiter in the year 2000. On July 1st, 2004, the spacecraft flew through the gap between two of Saturn's rings and officially achieved orbit after a seven-year voyage becoming the first spacecraft to ever orbit Saturn. While in orbit around the planet, Cassini discovered seven new moons around Saturn. Cassini also collected data of Titan, Saturn's largest moon, as well as gathering data on the planet's rings and the aftermath of a great white spot storm on Saturn. 
In November 2006, scientists discovered a storm at the south pole of Saturn with a distinct eye wall, just like a traditional hurricane on Earth, the likes of which had never been seen on any other planet. However, unlike a hurricane on Earth, the storm appeared to be completely stationary at Saturn's pole, with incredible winds blowing at about 350 miles per hour. Last Friday, after almost 20 years of data collection on September 15, 2017, Cassini lost signal with Earth as it was intentionally steered into the upper atmosphere of Saturn, burning up in what has been dubbed the Grand Finale. After final readings over the past several years were collected and a purported contained destruction was orchestrated to keep Saturn virtually unchanged after the research was complete. In John 15's analogy of the vineyard, Jesus says, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. This is a beautiful picture of how true saving faith and belief in Christ produces good works only through Christ. In and of ourselves, we have no power to produce any kind of good fruit, the kind of fruit that is only produced by Jesus' own life and love being lived out through us. Sadly, there are two bypasses to this truth that have become very popular today, both of which try to achieve salvation or good works without Christ. The first one we looked at yesterday is legalism, in which man attempts to create his own fruit by legalistic behavior, not through Christ's love. The second bypass is liberalism, sometimes referred to as antinomianism. Just as dangerous as legalism, this method also bypasses Christ, the true vine, and simply tries to attach oneself to Christ without needing to see or bear any fruit. The unbiblical conclusion is that since Christ fulfilled the Old Testament law, there is no moral law God expects Christians to obey. We're free to do as we choose. Romans 6 speaks out against this when Paul writes, what shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? By no means. We died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? And 1 John 2 declares we know that we have come to know him if we obey his commands. The man who says, I know him but does not do what he commands is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But if anyone obeys his word, God's love is truly made complete in him. This is how we know we are in him. Whoever claims to live in him must walk as Jesus did. As believers, we are under the law or command of Christ. But no, it's not an extensive list of legal codes. It's a law of love. And Christ's children are under it joyfully, not as a burden, but because we love him with all our heart, soul, and mind, and strength, and we want to do nothing to displease him. Now, to be absolutely clear, obeying the law of Christ is not a requirement to earn salvation. Rather, salvation by grace through faith in Christ is a requirement in order to have the true desire to obey and follow his law of love, which in turn produces these fruits or good works like Matthew 5, Ephesians 2, or 1 Timothy 6 refer to. Good works come about as a result of a transformed heart that Christ has saved through his redemptive work on the cross, which paid for the price for our sins and made us a new creation. A creation that desires Christ, seeks after his will, bearing fruit, making it evident that we are, like Ephesians 2 says, his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. 
Let's never fool ourselves into believing we are healthy Christians if we aren't bearing fruit as such. And may we never attempt to create our own fruit in substitution of the fruit that is produced when we are part of the vine of Christ. Thanks for listening to Anchor LA on Twitter at Anchor LA Podcast and Facebook.com slash Anchor LA, where you can find links and information to certain topics we cover in the podcast. Contact us anytime with questions or comments or call into our show directly on the Anchor app for Android and iPhone with input or suggestions for the show. We'd always love to hear from you until next time. From Panorama City, California, I'm Ben Ditzel. This is Anchor LA.